Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber. We're so glad you're joining us today on Wednesday, November the 23rd. And tomorrow is Thanksgiving and we're still going to be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Good eating, good fellowship. Just, just we have a blast with our family and Thanksgiving. We do. We do. But we will have our podcast on tomorrow, even though it is a holiday. We're still going to be coming to you because it's Thursday. That's right. And we're going to kind of break out of where we're at right now. Got a little bit of a special message we want to share with everybody that concerns about Thanksgiving. Yeah, but today we want to jump back into this and uh, look, we're still looking at inheritance that we have in the Lord. It's a glorious inheritance. And uh, I'm going to pick up today in Acts chapter 26 uh, in verse 18. And let me give you a little uh, background on it before we jump into it, because I, I didn't want to put all these scriptures down. But Paul, uh, basically the Pharisees are trying to take him out. They're trying to shut him down is what they're doing, because he was a, with them, you know, an old covenant under all that Jewish law he's and everything a else. He, he said of himself, he's a Pharisee of the Pharisees, right? Yep. <clears throat> he gave his whole resume, but, you know, then Christ came to him. And he got born again. Now, the people he was persecuting, now he is bringing them into the faith. And so they're trying to shut him down what's going on. So it's gotten so bad that he's had to appeal to Caesar, and he's been held, you know. He's uh, been arrested. Yeah, all this has been going on. this turmoil. So in the midst of this, in Acts chapter 26, uh, prior to verse 18, he's talking to King Agrippa. And tells him, he said... Which, if you read all that, it's almost hysterical, oh, some of the things he says to him. Well, because of his training, you know, sitting at Gamaliel's feet, he was able to pit the Pharisees and Sadducees against each other because he'd use their doctrine, you know. <laughs> against them. <laughs> yeah. He like, you know, the Pharisees believed in resurrection, angels and spirits, Sadducees didn't. So, at one point in all this questioning prior to this, he got them arguing amongst each other uh, with their own stuff. But anyway, now he's talking to King Agrippa, and uh, as he's talking with him, he tells him his whole story. And he starts with his testimony about on the road to Damascus, everything that took place with him. And then he said, then the Lord had called him uh, for this purpose, that he's going to be a minister to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And he is going to, and it jumps in in verse 18, and this is what the Lord told him he would do, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and, listen, inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. And sanctified just simply means to be set apart. He's got an inheritance with all the body of Christ, that have been set apart by faith that's in Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and a couple of things to point out about this story that uh, with Paul in this situation, he's using this opportunity. Like you said, he starts this with King Agrippa telling his testimony. Right. And we don't need to think sometimes that our testimony is not powerful. You know, we've heard, uh, you know, we of course, we've given our testimony lots of times, um, but, you know, I've heard people say before, well, I don't really have a testimony. We all have a testimony. Absolutely. And this for, for him to go before the king here and just says, okay, well, let me just break it down for you. You know, and there, we sometimes we forget how powerful that is to be able to do that. But, you know, he's not only just telling me his, his testimony, 
Then he turns around and says, now let me tell you what my purpose is here. My purpose is to come in here to open the eyes of those who have been spiritually blind and bring them from out of the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. And I think about the times whenever I go to the Dream Center and minister, um, which, you know, I do that every month. But I know that there's times when the Lord will say, okay, now this time, share your testimony. Even though I've shared it so many times, but there's a lot of different people that come in and out of there. Because you never know who your testimony is going to affect. And this is a place where the Apostle Paul is using a grand opportunity to not only say, here's my testimony, but here is my purpose. Absolutely. And it was effective. Uh, after Paul got to get, finish up his testimony, Festus said with a loud voice, <laughs> he said, Paul, you're beside yourself. <laughs> you're crazy. Much learning's made you mad. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy. You know, and all this goes on. And then, then Paul basically started to turn around to King Agrippa, Agrippa and told him, he said, uh, believest thou the prophets? He said, I know you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and Agrippa said to Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. <laughs> you almost convinced me. Yeah. Yes. And Paul said, I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and altogether such as I am, except these bonds. Mm-hmm. You know, so that testimony was powerful. And and I think it was because it was driven with passion. Yes. You know, but the thing about it is he had an inheritance, and he understood it. And he was trying to convince others. That yes. was what the Lord, his declaration from the Lord was for him to go forth. This was his mission. Go forth and let them know that they've received forgiveness of sins by the blood of Jesus that's been shed for them. And with that, by coming into relationship with Jesus Christ, you've received an inheritance among all those that have been set apart by faith. I don't think any of even for us, I don't, even if you're called to be a minister or not, I don't think any of our purpose is different from that. No. We are all at a place to do the exact same thing, whether we're called to be a minister per se. That's right. Just being a saint of God. I mean, we're called part of the body of Christ. I've said this to our church for over 30 years now, but every one of us have a gift Every one of us have a calling. Yes. Most time we think of those things also only as being like pulpit ministry or things like that, but it's far from that. It's it's in every venue. It's in every it's in the workplace. Whatever God's called you to do, whatever your vocation is, that's your mission field. Amen. You know, so Amen. that's what we want to share with people. We want we want to let all, let them know all the good things. All the good things, you know. Christ. And the Apostle Paul, I guarantee when he was standing before them, he was standing there in a spirit of meekness. He was standing there. He was confident in who he was, but he wasn't arrogant in who he was. Amen. He wasn't arrogant in his message, but he was confident in who he was. Yeah, and he got to allow them to see the Christ that had absolutely transformed his life, too. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining in with us today. Now, tomorrow we are going to kind of go off of this subject here just a little bit because we want something we want to share with you because it is Thanksgiving Day. We hope that you all have traveling mercies for wherever uh, you are going to be with your families. And thank you again for tuning in. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Amen. God bless you.